Hey, this is Aaron Holt. I'm the director of Lead the Generation. I'm joined today by my co-host, Gilbert Ackerman, youth pastor at Allison Park Church. We just want to say thanks for joining us today for the LTG Student Leadership Podcast. We believe that leadership is all about influence, so we want to help you discover new ways to reach your friends for Christ and lead your generation. If this podcast is helpful to you, it would mean the world to us if you'd write a review and rate it on whatever platform you're listening from. And hit subscribe. We'll be dropping new episodes several times a week throughout the school year. And be sure to share if you think this would benefit other students like you. Feel free to check out the show notes for more ways to connect with our ministry and our guests. This podcast is sponsored by our partner, WorldServe International. WorldServe is addressing the water crisis in Africa, where over 790 million people don't have access to clean drinking water. You and I can be part of solving this crisis. Go to WorldServeintl.org to get started. So get ready. The Student Leadership Podcast starts right now. Welcome to the Student Leadership Podcast. We are back with Jessica Bryan Evangelist from South Central Pennsylvania area. This is our second episode of the week with Jessica. Uh, Gil and I are just so honored that you joined us all this week. Thanks for being here again. Hey, my pleasure. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a good time. Uh, Jess, so here's our question for you for today. Um, I want to know, well, first and foremost, would you describe yourself as a reader? You're a leader, so I assume leaders are readers, but... Yeah, I, I read. I do. I, I read commentaries. That's probably my favorite thing to read, so I'm kind of boring. <laughs> wow, commentaries. I don't think I've ever read through an entire commentary. Right. I feel so convicted right now, I'm just going to say. <laughs> yeah, that's impressive. Dang. Uh, okay, so for a non-commentary, I want you to give us a book recommendation to our students. Is there any book that you read as a teenager that, like, grow up you're like wow this really changed my life and impacted me so much what was that book um, yeah, please don't say strong's concordance or yeah. matthew henry commentary right now because students are like i have no idea what you're talking about man i've got to think about this for a moment this sounds terrible as a student a book that i that i read um oh my word i'm messing up your podcast we might have to <laughs> it's, it's okay just name something by c.s lewis and you're probably fine yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah i'm trying to think of what a good book would be so I can say, at least for me, when I was in middle school, oh I read right when I first became a Christian, I read screw tape letters a lot. Yes. Like I probably read it like four times in like four months. Like I just kept rereading it because it was like mind boggling good to me. And that's by C.S. Lewis. Yeah. There's oh, this one read. Mark Batterson yeah. book. Um, the I think it is The End of Me. Is that Mark Batterson? No, it's not Mark. That's... Um, I don't know, but I love the title. The and End of Me. And if he didn't write one on it, he probably should. No. Oh my gosh. End of me. We're going to find it. I need to find real quick. And then we're going to recommend it to everybody. And it's going to be great. That's terrible. And it is okay because you read commentaries. So you get get a pass. You totally get a pass. So, okay, we're going to move on. We'll come back to the book at the end if we can find that book and we'll recommend it. So, Kyle Eidelman. Kyle Eidelman. The end of me. There it is. We got it. Yeah. See, I, so this is why you're such a good example for student leaders, because you're like, no, I'm not letting go of this moment until I get this right. <laughs> yeah. So good. <laughs> hey, uh, let's jump in, Jessica. Uh, let's talk leadership. Um, really good thoughts on that first episode. Uh, what do you got for us today? So if you want God to use you to an even greater degree than he is today, you have to be faithful with what he's already given you. Um, that's kind of my leadership thought. You know, if you want God to use you to an even greater degree than he is today, you have to be faithful with what he's already given you. Um, 
So, because the reality is, right, each one of us holds something in our hands. Each one of us have a talent, a resource, a gifting, an ability. Um, and we have to be faithful uh, with what we hold in our hands now if we want God to, you know, bless us and entrust us with more. Yeah, and I think with that, I, I know this is a little bit of a sidebar thing. I think that's also like kind of a key to contentment. You know what I mean? Instead of looking for there to be something else that will finally fulfill you or finally give you the opportunity that you're looking for. Like, oh, once I grow my TikTok platform to this many people, like, or once I'm doing these kinds of things in school or in my extracurriculars, like, I think all of that stuff is less important than just how you're managing it, right? It's not about what you have. It's about how you manage it more than anything. And probably Dave Ramsey somewhere is jumping up and down because he would be like, that's true for finances. But I don't even know if our students listen to Dave Ramsey. I've talked about him a couple times on the podcast. But <laughs> let me uh, let me ask this. Is there is there anyone in scripture that you feel like, feels like really models this for us? You know, really, I, I basically just got this from Luke 19, you know, where, um, again, Jesus, he says, you know, and to those uh, who use well what they are given, even more will be given. But from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. And so just taking that out of that parable of the 10 minus, you know, um, that if we want God to entrust us with more, if we want him to take us to that next level in leadership, we've got to be faithful in the small things. And sometimes the things that, you know, aren't super glamorous. Um, So, yeah. I feel like that's such a challenge for not just students, but just all of us in American culture right now. We tend to to overlook or belittle what is small because we're chasing after something that feels so much larger. Maybe social media is having that effect on us because it seems like everyone's life is so much better and more glamorous than mine and they're accomplishing huge things and I'm not. You know, but this challenge in the Bible, not just in Luke 19, but so many places, right? You could point back to like God saying, be faithful, be faithful, be faithful in the small, be faithful in the details, you know, all these little things. So rare is the student that we find that's actually doing that. So I'm, I'm who, who are you thinking of, Jessica? Like, yeah, I know one. I know one that was really faithful in small things and, and, and God, you know, rewarded them or had, you know, gave favor to them because of their faithfulness. Right. Um, this young man named Jake Shea, he came into youth ministry at sixth grade and he played a drum in band. Uh, and we were just kind of starting a worship team uh, for the youth ministry. And his dad came to me and said, hey, listen, Jake plays a drum, but he'd like to learn how to play the drums with the worship, youth worship team. And just kind of taking that and being like, hey, you can practice with us. You know, you can, you know, behind the scenes, not necessarily on Wednesday nights, right? But you can learn and grow. And it's amazing. He is probably one of the best drummers now today that I have ever had the opportunity of hearing. He did fine arts. He just grew that gift and he was willing to practice um, when there was no audience. He was willing to, to just kind of jump in and do it when there was no real platform for him to be seen or heard. And he grew that gift. And today he plays on our worship team in Sanctuary and um, just going after God. And he's now the youth leader of the ministry that I just left. So his no platform way. is just growing. So you've made Gil so happy because this is two episodes in a row that you're talking about middle school students. <laughs> yeah, oh, it makes it makes my heart jump when I hear that, especially like the idea of passing the baton on like that. Like, Jess, I know you're you're going on to uh, be full time evangelist and you moved on from that youth ministry. And he's the one that is taking it over. I think that's such a cool example of the way God thinks about our lives in the long term. I'm not going to go down that, that bunny trail here, but I, I think um, when I think of this, I think of 
little kids and like teaching them to tithe, right? You know what I mean? Like it's just a simple principle. Like we, we know you only get a dollar for your allowance child, but still taking a dime, I think is building that kind of habit in your life. But that might be a little bit remedial, like lower, lower version than what we're, we're trying to go for for middle school and high school. But is there an easy thing that they can do to kind of start, start this journey? I think it's just looking at what gifts and talents that you may have, what resources, you know, even money-wise, see the light, you know, whatever it might be, whatever gifts, talents that you have and say, hey, God, how can I use this today? You know, I don't have to wait until I'm in 12th grade. I don't have to wait till I'm in college, but God, you know, how can I use this today? And whether that's helping set up chairs on at your youth service um, prior to service starting, or whether that's you know, um, asking your youth pastor or your pastor how you can serve, just getting involved and doing it today, not waiting, uh, not putting it off, but um, using what God's entrusted with you, with you. With and, you today. know, so many leaders I know have that exact testimony right there, you know, and I don't I don't I don't know your exact testimony, you know, just coming up and, and being called into ministry. But I would imagine it's pretty similar to mine in the sense it's like you have that moment. Where you feel like, God, I've called you into ministry for me. I was 14 years old, and I just remember feeling like God said, okay, go start now. Take what you have now, which is really what you're talking about. You know, the parable of the talents in Luke 19. Take whatever you have in your hand and go do it. Like, go make something happen with it. What a, what a really good inspiring yet practical challenge for student leaders that are listening today, Gil, right? Yeah, for like, real. Like, identify what you can do and then go do it. So that's so helpful. Um, love this episode. This is going to be really great, really encouraging for students. Um, looking forward, Jess, to having you back one more time this week. Um, thanks for joining us today, students. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you missed uh, Jessica's first episode, you should go back and check that one out because it was great. Uh, Gil and I hope this content has been helpful to you. If it has, do us a favor, leave a review, leave a rating, share it with your friends, tag us on social media at LTG Conference, or you can tag me at Aaron Holt. And you can find me at Gilbo Swaggins. And remember, students, you're called to lead your generation. We encourage you to lead with passion for Christ and love for others. 